Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Lord, I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray, Father Lord, that today hearts will be moved, Father. What has been hidden for ages by the enemy, Lord, I pray and declare and decree, Daddy, Hallelujah. Let it be revealed, Father. Hallelujah. I pray for the light of the gospel would hit our hearts, Father, and change us. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. In the book of Mark chapter 1, verse 14 to 15, goes like this. Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The other day I was just thinking, if today Jesus was to preach, come and preach in the, in the streets of Trivandrum, what would he be preaching? You know, the, if you look through the scripture, he would have preached the gospel of the kingdom of God. Amen. 2,000 years ago, he preached that. The gospel that Jesus preached was about his father's kingdom. His preaching was about, hallelujah, repent and believe in this gospel. The time is fulfilled. Hallelujah. Jesus didn't preach, repent and you will get a blessing. He, many times we are represented with the wrong kind of gospel. Hallelujah. The gospel that Jesus preached was the gospel of the kingdom. Can you say gospel of the kingdom? Hallelujah. And he preached the kingdom and the, and the blessing is in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Some of us want to stand outside the kingdom and yet receive the blessing of the kingdom. Hallelujah. But Jesus preached the kingdom. When Jesus began a ministry, he came preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. But what exactly is the kingdom? Is a kingdom. A kingdom is a system of governance. Hallelujah. You know, we are living in another system. We are living in a democracy. A democracy is another system. A kingdom is another system altogether. God's kingdom is a system where God is king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a system where God reigns as a king and where he has the dominion. That is why it is said it's a kingdom. It's a system where God reigns as a king and God is the undisputed ruler. Hallelujah. The word kingdom comes from the Greek word called basilia, which means government or rule. And it is not, basilia does not mean a dictatorial style of rulership. It means a rulership based on a relationship. The kingdom of God is about two things. Amen. God is ruling with no questions asked. Amen. We don't question God, but we can ask questions to the Lord. But, but, no, but we don't question the authority of God. Hallelujah. God is ruling without, any quest, without Him being questioned, without any questions asked. And the second aspect is the kingdom subjects are voluntarily, or, or they, are, they are totally obeying the ruler out of, they are voluntarily obeying the rulership of God. Hallelujah. So God is ruling without any questions asked. And the kingdom subjects, they are voluntarily submitting themselves for a total obedience. Hallelujah. So we're going to look into the kingdom in the beginning. We know that the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So even before that God was king. Hallelujah. He was the he is the eternal king. He was king. He is king and he will be king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God is the king. God is the king of the heavens. Hallelujah. And uh, we know that so when he he was so he was king and uh, uh, the the angels some of the angels rebelled against him and he threw out the rebelling angels and they came to the earth. Now let's look into Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule, hallelujah, over the fish of the sea, and the birds of the sky, and the livestock, or all the earth, and every crawling thing that crawls on the earth. And God created man in his own image. So God created another ruler like him. 
Hallelujah. In the image of God, he created him male and female, he created them. God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Hallelujah. So by this time, the angels, the rebelling angels had also fallen. That is why God says, subdue it, rule over it. Hallelujah. So the kingdom of God that God established in the heavens was also extended to the earth. And God created Adam and Eve and set them as rulers over all that he has made. Hallelujah. He told them to rule. Which means he gave them authority. Hallelujah. It is delegated authority. The delegated authority. Now this authority worked as long as they were in the kingdom. Hallelujah. As long as they are under the rule and the government of God, this delegated authority would work. Hallelujah. And as they remained perfectly submitted to Him, the eternal life of God was flowing and there was no sickness, there was no hatred, there was no evil, there was no wickedness, there was no death, there was no disease. Hallelujah. And Adam and Eve had heaven on earth and they enjoyed the kingdom of God on earth. Hallelujah. They were ruling. Tell the person next to you, hi ruler. I know you may not look like ruler or she may not look like ruler, but that's a ruler. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you can't believe that you're rulers. Hallelujah. You know, and things were going well until Genesis chapter 3. And in Genesis chapter 3, we all know that Satan came to tempt Adam and Eve. So the temptation to Adam or to Eve was not, Hey Eve, can you please become a sinner? That was not the temptation. Hallelujah. So let's look into what was the temptation. Genesis 3 was 1 to 5. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of the tree of the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So what was the temptation all about? The temptation was not about being a sinner. The temptation was to step outside the kingdom and be independent. You can become like God. Hallelujah. Well dressed up. The temptation was well dressed up. The temptation was to step outside the kingdom rule of God and become what? And become self-governing. So that they can take decisions on their own. They don't need God as a king. Hallelujah. Because they are now thinking we can become God. So we can become kings. And we don't need God to be our king. Hallelujah. I want to tell you history repeated itself. When Israel said to the Lord, we need a man on the throne. And God said, they have rejected me as a king. They rejected me as a king. I want to tell you, hallelujah, I want to tell you that on that day in the Garden of Eden, what happened was that they rejected God as the king of their kingdom. Hallelujah. And so there is a self-government in each of us. And that self-government is called flesh. Hallelujah. We want it our way. That is called flesh, the self-government. Hallelujah. And this self-government was operating inside of man. It's also called, it's also called, uh, the self-government. On that day, the man became an enemy of God. And what was the sin all about? The sin was committing treason against the king of kings. Treason. Hallelujah. And if you commit treason in any kingdom of this world, I want to assure you, that your head is gone. Hallelujah. 
From that day onwards, you know, I have lived in the kingdom for a few years and I know what it means. We are living in a democracy, so we think that we can do whatever we want. The sin is rebellion. The sin was rebellion against the king. And in self-government, what do we do? We want to take our own decisions. And through our own decisions, we are proclaiming, God, I have a kingdom of my own. So Satan's temptation was to move out. I want you to think about this. To move out from God's rule and to become a self-government. But man was deceived. Why? There was no self. The self-government was a myth. He instead became a slave of Satan. There is no self-government. There is no self-made man. He became a slave of Satan. Hallelujah. So in the garden of Eden, the kingdom rule of God on earth was lost. And man, through his self-government nature, he allowed Satan to be a new ruler and he allowed himself to be a slave of Satan. Hallelujah. And now God's kingdom became Adamic kingdom or Satanic kingdom. An Adamic kingdom is subject to the rulership of Satan because through Adam's disobedience they became slaves of Satan. So sons of Adam are under the rulership of Satan. So when we are born, we are born as sons of Adam. Whether you like it or not, we are born as sons of Adam. And this is a lost kingdom. Adam and Eve now have crossed over from the kingdom of God to their own kingdom. Hallelujah. And death reigned in this kingdom. Now before the fall of Adam, God's only enemy was Satan and the other rebelling angels. Now after the fall of Adam, we also became his enemies. Hallelujah. I know that we find it difficult to accept the fact that we were also enemies of God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 21. You once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works. Yet now he is reconciled. Hallelujah. Now our flesh which is a self-government, our flesh which is a self-government is an enemy of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that carnal mind (coughs) or the flesh is an enmity with the spirit. What is a carnal mind? The carnal mind is a mind of its own. Hallelujah. And Adam and Eve learned that independence or self-governance is very, very, very painful. Hallelujah. We have heard many times that, you know, I recently was talking to a young girl and she was saying, uh, you know, I, I, want to go to, I want to go to this university so that I can become independent. I want to say this, the sign of independence was there in the Garden of Eden. So the flesh wants itself to be independent of God. But you are, and you are ruling yourself based on the dictates of the flesh. Hallelujah. So this is how the Adamic kingdom... So before going into uh, God's kingdom... Coming back into God's kingdom, we want to look into how the kingdoms of the world operated. Right? So before we study the kingdom of God, we need to look into how the earthly kingdoms and how their rulership functioned. Different kingdoms had different modes of operation. Uh, in ancient times, some of, a lot of the kingdoms would conquer smaller kingdoms and they would annex it. That's how they expanded. Once they annex, people are led captive. And uh, the captured kings are usually killed or they are blinded. The Assyrians and the Babylonians, they would uh, come and take people away in exile. The kings were killed and the people would serve as slaves in the land. Now this practice continued more or less in the same way uh, to the Greeks, the Persians, until the time of Romans. Now the Romans had a slightly different style. And the Romans would capture a land and they would send someone to rule over that province. The provincial ruler would represent the king. For example, in the time of Jesus, Pontius Pilate would represent Caesar. The provincial ruler is to enact the laws and the will of Caesar. The kingdom belongs to Caesar, but provincially ruled by a provincial ruler. And who is in turn helped by what we see in the Bible centurions. 
Now God chose such a kingdom because uh, for Jesus to be born into this world. And this kingdom style was something similar to what was there in the Garden of Eden where God was a supreme ruler and God put man as a provincial ruler. And it is this, this backdrop that Jesus was born into. And the Roman mode of, of kingdom governance was something similar that God wanted to establish or God had already established in the Garden of Eden. Now God is calling us into his kingdom. 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 11 to 12. As you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you, every one of you, as the father does his own children, that you would walk worthy of God who calls you into his kingdom and glory, which means Paul was charging them, teaching them how to walk in God's kingdom. Hallelujah. God has called us into his kingdom and glory. Many of us, we receive salvation. We ask Jesus to come into our lives. Hallelujah. And, but we, are, you know, we need to know what we are saved from and what we are saved to. We are saved from being the objects of God's wrath. Hallelujah. You know, when Adam and Eve sinned, God had two options before him. Either... Uh, immediately punish Satan. And if he had done that, he would have also be forced to bring judgment upon man. But he held back his judgment because he loved you and for you and me. Hallelujah. So God is, we are saved from the objects of his wrath. And we are, what are we saved into? So we are saved from being objects of God's wrath. And what are we saved into? We are saved into his kingdom. Hallelujah. And that kingdom is eternal kingdom. Hallelujah. So we are saved back, called back into his kingdom. The kingdom that was established on earth, which was lost to Satan. God is saying that I am calling you back into this very kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you are in his kingdom if he now, if you now allow God to rule over you as king. Hallelujah. How many of you want to be that kingdom? That Adam and Eve, uh, what they received, that kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because in this kingdom of this world, hallelujah, no matter what country we are into, there is sickness, there is unforgiveness, there is bitterness, there is all sorts of evil, wickedness, and this kingdom will die here, but God's kingdom is eternal. And God is calling each one of us into that. Now what is a kingdom life? Hallelujah. The kingdom life in Colossians 1 verse 13 to 14. I want you to listen very carefully to this part. The Bible says that he has delivered us from the power of darkness. Conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. In whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. I want you to listen to very carefully. The temptation in the Garden of Eden was to move from to move from God's kingdom rule into man's self-governance. That was the temptation. Now, what is the kingdom life? The kingdom life is to move back from the self-governance into God's kingdom rule. Hallelujah. I'm not seeing excitement here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is what God has called us. God has called us to move back from that self-governance where you are taking decisions on your own and you are ending up in a mess. And God is saying, come back to my rule. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that self-governance, I want to say, that self-governance is the realm of the demonic. Enough that we have played in the demonic self-governance realm and God wants us to come back into the kingdom of the Son. And the Bible says He's delivered us in the power of darkness and brought us back into the kingdom of His Son, of His love. Amen. The kingdom is now restored back through Jesus. And it is this kingdom 
that Jesus preached about for three and a half years. He preached about, oh, the kingdom of God is at hand. Oh, the kingdom of God, as he told Nicodemus, unless you are born again, forget it, you're not even going to see the kingdom of God. I want to see great men of God. Moses only saw the promised land. He could not enter. When Jesus preached the kingdom, hallelujah, everybody asked, God, when is this, Jesus, when is this kingdom going to come? How is this kingdom going to come? Let's look into that. Now, we know what kingdom life is. So, what is kingdom life? It is moving from our self-governance, where we take decisions based on what we want. We want to order food from Swiggy. We just hit that button. We decide, I want to eat this, or I want to wear that. We decide and we just make a move. And now we come back to the kingdom of the sun. Hallelujah. Where we allow God to take decisions. Hallelujah. So that's the kingdom life. So how is this kingdom? When is it coming? Luke 17 verse 20 to 21. It says, Now when he was asked by the Pharisees, When the kingdom would come? Okay, Pharisees asked the right question. He answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come from observation, nor will they say, See here, see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. I want to say the kingdom of God starts within you. Hallelujah. You don't, know to give, you don't need to look there. You don't need to look here. You don't need to go to a pastor. You don't need to go to a prophet. The kingdom of God starts within you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jesus preached this kingdom. Hallelujah. And he's inviting us back to his kingdom. And I want to tell you, it starts within us. It starts here. Hallelujah. And when we die, we go into heaven. There is, there is a little change in geography. That's it. Hallelujah. We are thinking that kingdom of God is a geographical change. No, it's a, it is a state. It's a system. Where we allow God to rule. Hallelujah. And for a kingdom life, there are two non-negotiables. And without this, there is no kingdom life. Hallelujah. I'm going to make it very clear. Without these two non-negotiables, it is absolutely impossible to enjoy the God's kingdom. And Matthew chapter 3, verse 1 to 12, I won't read every verse. It says, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah. For this is he who spoke of the prophet Isaiah saying, The voice of the one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. The first non-negotiable is repentance at the foot of the cross. John the Baptist says that his ministry he started by repentance. Jesus said repent. Hallelujah. So repent from your sins. What else to repent from? Repent from that self-governance. That self-governance, where we are the king of our own lives, where we are the masters. Unless we repent, we cannot enter the kingdom of God. You know, the Bible says narrow is the, is the way that leads to eternal life. Hallelujah. That way might be narrow, but after when you get into the door, after you open broad, it is it. Hallelujah. So in this earth journey, it might be really narrow, but I want to say repent. Repent. So what is the good news of this gospel? The good news is not only that. I want you to listen to this. Good news is not only that Jesus is the savior of our sins. But the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah. We think that we can receive Jesus and then live our own lives. I want to say that is not the repentance. The repentance is yes, Jesus is our savior. Jesus came to die for us. But also he came us to take us from that power of darkness. And bring us to the kingdom of the light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When John preached, he preached the kingdom is at hand. The entire Israel was waiting for the kingdom. You know, the entire Israel was waiting for the restoration of the kingdom. But their view of the kingdom was ethnic Israel. And it is so strange. They are still thinking in that. Their view was the restoration of the nation of Israel. Installing a new king. But this is a different king, kingdom. This 
is the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. The kingdom which was lost in the garden of Eden through man's disobedience. God in the fullness of time. Hallelujah. Was now beginning to restore back his kingdom. What is repentance? Repentance is a total change of mind. That radically changes the way we live. What is a change of mind? That we don't have, I don't want the self-governance anymore. Hallelujah. That is the repentance. Hallelujah. And repentance is turning around, going in the opposite direction. And repentance starts at the foot of the cross where we realize, God, I have sinned against you. You know, they were, they recently did a survey. And in that, many people said, you know, I don't think that I am a, I I think I am a good person. Paul said, I am a chief of sinners. Hallelujah. When you look at, if you want to repent, get back to the cross. Or you might think that I am a good person, so I don't need to repent much. You know why we think we are good persons? Because we have tagged, Oh, great sin, small sin, little sin. But in fact, for the eyes of God, you break the law, one part of the law, you're, you, are, you are guilty of breaking the entire law. So how many of you have broken the entire law? All of us have broken. Hallelujah. You, you, have, you have lied, then it means that you have broken the entire law. If you have not lied, at least if you have copied, it is saved. Hallelujah. In these days using chat GPTs also. I'm not saying more. I'm guilty of using that. So the first non-negotiable is repentance. The second non-negotiable, I want to look at verse 11 of Matthew chapter 3. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I whose sandals I'm not worthy, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The second non-negotiable hallelujah is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Without the Holy Spirit, I want to say there is no kingdom of God because Jesus himself was baptized with the Holy Spirit. And in Acts chapter 1, verse 1 to 8, he says that, you know, uh, uh, I'm not going through every verse, but 1 to 8, after he, uh, okay, to him, uh, verse 2, until the day in which he was taken up, after he through the Holy Spirit had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he presented himself alive after his suffering, being seen by them during 40 days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So for 40 days, Jesus taught after resurrection, Jesus taught for 40 days the kingdom of God. Jesus, the kingdom of God is a big topic that Jesus himself took 40 days. I am just taking 40 minutes. And what does Jesus say in verse 5? For John, truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, after his resurrection, was preaching on the kingdom and he said, guys, you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. At that time also they were asking, Lord, after all this teaching, the teaching of the kingdom of God, when will you restore the kingdom of Israel? They had that question 2000 years ago, now. And Jesus said, receive the Holy Spirit. He didn't answer their question. He just said, receive the Holy Spirit and you will have power. And what did he say? You will be my witness. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the sword, which means the kingdom now which is within you, it needs to advance to Israel and beyond the boundaries, which means the Gentiles now are also part of God's kingdom plan. Hallelujah. No Holy Spirit life, I want to say no kingdom. Many people think Holy Spirit is an option. All these marriage proposals, Born again, baptized, but not filled in spirit. So it's an option for many of us. But I want to say, for the disciples, Jesus did not give an option. Jesus said, you know, Bible says, Jesus, command. 
Hallelujah. So today, I want to command all of us, including myself, to be filled in the Holy Spirit. It is Jesus' command. It is not an optional thing. Many of us want it to be, if it is God's desire, if it is God's will, I want to assure you, it is God's will to be filled in the Holy Spirit. Not an option. That is what the devil has lied to us over the years. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will empower you. That is why it said you will receive power. You will be empowered for this kingdom. The kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. But what? Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So these are the two non-negotiables. Hallelujah. Repentance. Your repentance should lead you to the cross. And Jesus, Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I want to ask you today, how many of you that you desire to be filled in the Holy Spirit? And I believe that this is a spirit move. That you will be filled in the Holy Spirit. It is Jesus' commandment. Amen. Jesus' commandment, you shall not leave this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want to receive, yeah, I want to have every eye closed for a few minutes. If you desire the Holy Spirit, I want to tell you, it is not an option. Please don't think it's an option for me. You want a kingdom life. The Lord desires you to have to be in the, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you want to receive the Holy Spirit, I just want you to raise your hands. Hallelujah. Somebody will come and pray for you. Hallelujah. Yes, sisters, raise your hands up. Hallelujah. I want the pastors, the, the leaders to just move around. Pray for people. Hallelujah. Karthave. Hallelujah. I pray. Daddy, let the Holy Spirit come. Let the Holy Spirit come. Rabana Kanandiyanaba. Redebe Karabanadhanadarandiyanabe. Karandanabandiyanabe. Radarandiyanabe. Kerebe. Lord, it is not an option for us, Lord. We want to be, Father, filled in the Spirit. The kingdom of God is at hand. 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 If you are receiving an unknown tongue, I want you to pray by faith. Hallelujah. Rabana Kanandanaba Ryandiana. Radarandiyanaba. Hanandanaba Randana. Hanandanandana Randanaba. Rekobarakarandiyanabe. Hallelujah. 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 Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. If you are getting an unknown tongue, amen, I want you to speak that by faith, hallelujah, by faith, hallelujah, by faith. Some of you will prophesy in these days, amen. The Lord will move a prophetic spirit, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. Rabana kanandana andiyana, nandana ba andiyana behebe. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, if you have not yet received... I want to remind you, there's a prayer team after the service that will pray for you. I want you to not go from this place because it is not an option. It is not an option. Amen. Hallelujah. The prayer team will continue to pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to 18. I won't read through every part. You can go home and read it. Jesus said, asked his disciples, said, Who do men say that I am? They said, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, Jeremiah. One of the prophets. Who do you say I am? I am Christ. You are Christ, son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are you. For flesh and blood has not revealed. There is no revelation in flesh and blood. Because flesh and blood belongs to the other kingdom. Hallelujah. But this has been revealed to you by my father in heaven. And I want to tell you, Peter... And on this rock, I'll build my church. And the gates of Hades 
I want to replace that. The gates of the enemy kingdom. The gates of the enemy kingdom shall not prevail against it. I will build my ecclesia. You know what? I will build my ecclesia. I will build my, uh, build my, my, my governing council. Amen. Just like Pontius Pilate was a provincial ruler, I will build my governing council and the gates of the enemy kingdom will not prevail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of the keys of the kingdom is the rhema. That is what Jesus said. Jesus said to Peter, Peter, this has been revealed to you by my father. It is a rhema of the rhema is one of the keys of the kingdom. What is rhema? It is a revelation. It is not a knowing. It is a revelation. Through revelation, you unlock further keys of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Through this revelation, God is saying, I will build you as an ecclesia. Can you tell yourself, God is building me as an ecclesia. Hallelujah. This is the year of ecclesia rising. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the good news is, Through this revelation, the enemy kingdom cannot prevail. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is building up a new kingdom. God is building up his kingdom. Many times we fall because there is no rhema. There is no revelation. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus many times he said, the mysteries of the kingdom, Jesus said, I will reveal it to you disciples. The parables, you want to know more about the kingdom, read through the parables. Amen. That reveals more of the kingdom of God. So, the mysteries of the kingdom is revealed by revelation and is revealed by progressive revelation. Two weeks back, Pastor John took up revelation. Progressive revelation. You may not have all the revelation from day one. Day one, you may just know, Jesus is my king. That's enough. And day two, you might know, Jesus is an eternal king. That's enough. But it's progressive. First day you knew he was king. Second day you knew that he was eternal king. Hallelujah. Third day you will know that the enemy of the enemy's kingdom will not prevail. That's progressive revelation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, rhema that comes from the mouth of God. Amen. The second key of the kingdom is authority. Jesus said, Peter, in verse 19 of Matthew chapter 16, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth, say whatever. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. See, if you look in the Greek text, this is translated as, this line is better translated as, whatever you bind on earth will be Because it is already bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth will be, will be loosed, continue to be loosed because it is already loosed in heaven. Hallelujah. So another key that God has given to us is delegated authority. Amen. Wasn't that what Adam and Eve lost that in the garden? God is now bringing it and he says, I will build my ecclesia and I will give you authority. Hallelujah. So what Adam and Eve lost, God is giving us back church. Hallelujah. He gave it to his disciples, to the one that has got Rhema. We think that two milestones for some believers, it is three milestones. First milestone is being born again. Second milestone is being baptized. Third milestone is baptism in the Holy Spirit. No, no, no. It is much more than that. Hallelujah. It is to operate in the authority that God has given to us. Amen. Hallelujah. There is nothing called milestone. It is just every day we meet more and more and more and more closer to God. Hallelujah. And what is the third key? The third key is prayer. Hallelujah. Matthew 18 verse 19 to 20. Again, I say to you, which means Jesus had said to you before. Okay? If a two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, okay, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven, where two or three are gathered together in my name, 
I am there in the midst of them. Here the word agree comes from the Greek word called symphonio. It is from this word that we get the English word called symphony. And it is like two violins in an orchestra playing the exact same sound together. So if two of you get together in perfect spiritual symphony and making the exact sound together, not the sound of fighting, but the exact sound together of praying before God, it will be done by my Father in heaven. Husband and wife, hallelujah, team up to be the two people that agree, not agreeing to fight and making the wrong symphony. If you pray as a family, hallelujah, there is a wall of protection around your family. Your family will not become like a divided kingdom. You know, the enemy wants our homes to be a divided kingdom. That is why Jesus said in Matthew 12 verse 25, every kingdom divided itself is brought a desolation. In every city or house, every city or house divided itself against itself will not stand. So you, I want you to go home, find something that you can agree on. At least you can agree that Jesus is the Lord. Hallelujah. Agree on it and pray. Hallelujah. So that your home is not divided. So the third, king, the third key is prayer. Amen. The fourth key which I want to share today is many, but I don't have time to go through all. Luke chapter 3 verse 18 to 22. In Luke chapter 3, the earlier verse you can see that John the Baptist comes and preaches about the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah. And, and uh, uh, in the, in the, in, from verse 18 onwards, John is put into prison by Herod. 18 to 20, John is put into prison. And in verse 21, we're going to look, in the midst of this, something happened. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heavens were opened. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, which said, You are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. John was preaching that the kingdom of God is at hand. And I want to tell you, when the kingdom of God is on the move, Hallelujah. The kingdom of the enemy is not going to sit back. We saw that in the Garden of Eden. We saw that in Elijah when there was a Jezebelic spirit against the prophets of God. And here also, John who was like, who had the spirit of Elijah, the, 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 uh, the spirit, the, the, the enemy kingdom is now moving. But what happened? Hallelujah. There might be an enemy kingdom on the move, but we don't need to be afraid. Why? Because there is an open heaven. Today we are afraid of the enemy. Hallelujah. But there is an open heaven when we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, will fight for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Will baptize us. Amen. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is not an event. It is an every day. We got to be filled in the Spirit. I want to encourage every one of you. To start talking to the Holy Spirit daily. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we cannot run our race without the Holy Spirit. Can we just tell Lord, I need the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to warn the church. Luke chapter 4, verse 5 to 7. The devil showed all the kingdoms of this world. And he told Jesus, All this authority I'll give to you. And their glory. This has been delivered to me. See, this has been delivered to me. And I will give to whomever I wish. If you will worship before me, it will be yours. You know, Jesus came to take back the authority from the enemy. Now the enemy is giving a shortcut. Hallelujah. You don't need to go to the cross. You just... This is what you came for. Your ministry will be fulfilled right now. The enemy is giving solutions. Hallelujah. The enemy will come deceitfully. The Satan is saying, I will fulfill your call. He's telling Jesus. And so Jesus, we know, he rebuked the enemy. And what happens in Matthew 28 verse 18? Jesus said, came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven. And on earth. Jesus did not take any shortcuts. Don't go for shortcuts in the kingdom of God. 
Hallelujah. He went his father's way for that authority. The devil always wants you to self-govern. Don't go and fall into your own ways. Moses thought, I better kill this Egyptian. This is a shortcut way of fulfilling God's call in my life. Jesus fulfilled his call. His his father's call in his father's way. Can you say, I want to fulfill the father's call in the father's way. Hallelujah. The father's way was laying down on the cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to say, I want you to, don't take shortcuts. Wait for God's move. Sometimes you got to be patient. Hallelujah. And patience, they say, is faith in slow motion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today, in today's churches, you know, when I tell to young people about patience, some people I say, and I, I, I for, my, for me, myself, patience was such a dirty word. I don't think it's, it's cool enough. And I want to say patience is God's it's God's love word. If God was not patient, He could have crushed the enemy just like that and we would have suffered wrath. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wait for God's move. That's the key. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Lord, Lord, we want to pray for the move of the Holy Spirit here. Hallelujah. I declare an open heaven. See, the open heaven was the place where God's Holy Spirit came. And there is an open heaven right now in this place. Hallelujah. And I want to remind the church that the open heaven is not an option. I mean, the Holy Spirit is not an option. It is a commandment. Therefore, if you want to receive the Holy Spirit, Hallelujah. I just want you to stand up from your place. We're going to pray for you. Hallelujah. That you want to be filled. You want to flow in the anointing, in the Holy Spirit. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. That you want to receive the Holy Spirit. You can raise your hand or stand in your place so that people can come and pray. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Rabana Kanandiyanaba. Redaba Shakana Kanandanaba. Lord, I pray, Father, as people have raised their hands. Hallelujah. I pray the anointing of the Holy Spirit will fall upon them. Lord, it's in Acts 2, the day of the Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came. Hallelujah. Anoint them, Father. Let them speak in new tongues. Let them prophesy. Let there be a change in heart. Lord, you said what is impossible in the flesh is possible through the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit wants to bring peace into some homes. Amen. Hallelujah. Peace. Shalom. Shalom in some homes. Shalom in some hearts. Shalom in some lives of some children. Shalom. Hallelujah. Shalom. Hallelujah. He wants to break the power of the enemy. Hallelujah. He wants to destroy. The Holy Spirit has come to destroy the works of the enemy. Someone watching me online. Hallelujah. The Lord is filling you with tongues. Hallelujah. Speak that. Don't doubt. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you get a new word, hallelujah. Speak that out. Speak that out. Hallelujah. Speak that out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't speak in in your known language for some time. Speak in whatever God is telling you. Hallelujah. It might be an unknown word or words. I want to encourage you to speak that. Hallelujah. Rakhanabandiyana. Nedarabandiyana behebe. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. I sense the Lord giving a warrior spirit to somebody. The Lord is giving a warrior spirit. Amen. Amen. Just like He gave Joshua a warrior spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, let that warrior spirit fall upon some people today. Amen. Hallelujah. That that spirit, amen, that Joshua had. Hallelujah. He was a mighty warrior that David had. Hallelujah. I pray in Jaren's life. Hallelujah. The Lord, hallelujah, will enable you to be a warrior. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I rebuke migraine in the house of God. Migraine in the house of God. I rebuke every kind of sickness. Every kind of sickness. Back problem in the house of God. I rebuke that. Back problem in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' respiratory problems. Amen. Respiratory problems in Jesus' mighty name. Be healed. Thank you, Father. If you have, if you have still not received the Holy Spirit, I want you to come and meet with the pastors, the leaders, or the prayer team that is there to pray so that we can pray over you. But don't go because don't go home without the Holy Spirit because it's a commandment. Amen. It's a commandment of the Lord. Jesus commanded His disciples. Today the churches are giving us an option. Hallelujah. I don't want to present the Holy Spirit as an option. Children, I want you to say it's a commandment of the Lord to be filled in the Holy Spirit. It's a commandment. Amen. Amen. The Lord is wiping some tears. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is wiping tears in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We want to thank you for restoring us back into your kingdom. We pray all of us, Father, will walk as subjects, obedient subjects, slaves of you in this kingdom. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wscc.in.